one of the things we saw is actually when you you have a, a crazy idea or a dream or you you think I wonder if I could do when you're living in a, in a community which which is there to encourage and support you little dreams we found actually suddenly felt like they were possible hello friends welcome to today's podcast today we're going to be hearing from Joe Sweetland Joe is an occupational therapist and has been involved in numerous national social enterprises. Joe has a wealth of experience in various forms of community. And this is the area we're going to be speaking to her about. Hopefully you're going to be encouraged by what Joe has to say, and maybe challenged in a way that broadens your perception and engagement within community. Hope you enjoy it. Hello, welcome to today's podcast. So today you've got good friend Joe Sweetland joining us. Joe, welcome. Thank you, Malcolm. Joe, thanks for so much for spending the time and uh, being with us today. Uh, as you know, this theme, this series on hope, we're going through this whole week. We're looking at different sub themes, and, and today we're going to be looking at community as an, an important factor in, in building a culture of hope. So we we can get into that. But just first, I'll just give a brief intro to you, if that's okay. So you trained as an OT, occupational therapist, I did. and and you um, actually did a, a PhD in that, in, in looking at rehabilitation and helped to trust, uh, work out best way to bring people back from re- rehab into the work back, or keep their jobs back into, um, from rehabilitation. That's correct, I did. So a really interesting uh, piece of work you did there. Um, you, you're a mom, you've got three kids, you're married to Jez, your, your husband, and both of you actually have been instrumental in setting up this um, venture, uh, amazing venture in Bristol called the Bristol Housing Festival, which uh, you're both heavily involved in. It's a really great thing about kind of bringing affordable housing into the city and, and other cities. It's really good. And then you're um, a home educator. So you homeschool and you've been setting up more recently, the, 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 your focus has been on setting up a, an online community called Streams, helping to um, equip home educators is that right that is correct we're in yeah. the process yep yeah it sounds like you've got quite a lot on your plates and and i hear that you're off to um dominican republic soon as well so thanks for, <laughs> for getting here before you leave that's a pleasure it's great to be here <laughs> so let's let's just um go straight in there about community when when the word community can mean many things but what, what does community mean to you I've been reflecting on this question and and really recognise that actually it's a very broad spectrum. So I think at the heart, it's about people connecting and choosing connection and and overlapping and integrating life together and looking out for each other and supporting each other. And and within that, there's different expressions. And I think that's the part which is really exciting. There isn't just one way to build community or to do community. There is uh, lots of different ways of doing. So for, for Jez and I, for a season, we had five years when we first moved to Bristol, where we actually opened our home and welcomed people to come and live with us. So at times we had up to six other young adults living in our home and sharing our family and our rhythm of life. Amazing. And it, it was an amazing experience. But then also I can look at 
community and my experience within the NHS and working as a therapist, seeing the importance of community and people coming around the patients that we would take out of hospital and, and take back home. The patients who did far better were those which had a community support around them, had a sense of belonging and a sense of, of where they could call home. So yeah. there's also just yeah. the community we get within our, our education, our, our rhythms of life, whether it's school or home education. So there's, a, there's an array of community expressions, but at the heart it's about connection and, mm -hmm. and choosing people. So, I mean, we're all connected into community at some form, whether we acknowledge it or not. It's, um, it's our nature, isn't it? Human nature. We're, we're community-focused, relational-focused um, yeah. beings. So we have, we have opportunities to engage or disengage with how much, um, with different aspects of, of community, like you were saying. So it's really yeah. interesting. Like some people would probably find that your example of opening your home terrifying terrifying thought. <laughs> it was but, at times. <laughs> okay, we go, yeah. So maybe it was. But there, there obviously, there's some... Things like that, a kind of a, a gesture like that, there'd be an amazing, you'd see some things that you just most, most of us wouldn't experience because you've put yourself out there for an opportunity to, do, to see and experience something new. Could, could you just maybe, could you share a bit more about that? Because it's, it's an amazing thing you guys did. Yeah, it was it was an it was a fantastic journey, and I'm not saying it was an easy one. I think when we moved in, the the kids, the girls were we've got twin girls. They were three, and my son was seven, and we stepped into this big house that we rented, very much with the mind of of sharing it and opening it to other people. And different people came for different seasons. Some people stay for two, three years. Some people came for three, three, four months, and. I think probably the first year what we learned was actually we had stuff that we needed to work through ourselves. Jez and I carried baggage that needed to be worked through. We'd get annoyed with things and, and feel it was the other person's fault. But actually it was an opportunity to kind of remove some of the baggage that we were carrying through life. Right. So although that first year was really brutal and it was hard and it was like, what are we doing? We got to the end of it and we we're like, actually, we've grown as people. We uh, are yeah. we are freer because of of what we've chosen to let to let go of. And the different people who came into the house had had different different journeys. So I don't know if you want me to draw out individual ones or. Well, we can we maybe can get to that. I mean, the, the it's interesting just reflecting on that aspect of community where we've hit this season of of having a lockdown where we we've almost we, we we're craving it even more now and there's been yeah. some real gold that have emerged from it you know when the nhs clap thing happened people get to know their neighbors probably for the first time there's this kind of uh, it was yeah i think that it's been very much um highlighted over this past year um is is there something that from that from that kind of highlighting how important communities there's something we can intentionally do to to say, okay, well, let's not just go back to norm normality. Actually, that my neighbour, uh, the person, the, the, my person, my local shopkeeper, is, is an integral part of, of of my life. Actually, can't just ignore that. How can we be more intentional to to kind of broaden our perspective on on uh, community? That's a good question. I, I think when I reflect on life, there's there's two barriers which which stop community happening. One's busyness. So we, we go at a fast pace. The, the world throws things at us. We get distracted by things like social media or yeah. things we need to do. And I think we stop. We, we stop doing that. Oh, I've got time for a conversation with my neighbor who's on my doorstep. Or I've got time to chat to the local store owner and ask how they are. And I think that busyness just keeps us running and we stop 
that looking out for people because in our mind, our world tells us we're busy and there's a lot to do. So my hope is, as we come out of this season of lockdown, is we remember that actually taking that time is really valuable yeah, and, nice. and it builds that connection. And then I think the other thing that stops us taking uh, stepping into community is actually just risk. Like we have to be vulnerable. We have to be real. We have to open ourselves up. And I think we need to have the courage to stop and say hi or to say, can I help or what can I do? And I, I think for me, those two keys, if we can choose connection, making the time to do that and be willing to be vulnerable, you know, the worst case scenario is people say no, but actually they might say yes. And if they say yes, then the window of opportunity comes to say, right, we're building community within our neighborhood. We are choosing connection. We're inviting someone into our home. And I think that's the powerful bit. Really good. Thank you, Joe. And maybe let's, let's try and uh, dive into maybe a story you've got or any experience about, about how you've seen community have a real positive impact on somebody's life. Could be your own. I mean, you've given some examples already, but it could be something that you've walked along with. Um, yeah, do you have anything to come to yeah, mind? Yeah, I think perhaps two, two different examples. And in terms of some of the people who chose to come and live with us, one of the joys for me was a lot of people are stepping out into the world from home situations where family hasn't been a positive experience, where they, they've struggled with family relationships, maybe had bad experiences or, or live within challenging broken homes where divorce has has ripped away the heart of family and one of the joys of seeing some of the young people who came to live with us step into our family rhythm was actually that the joy and the richness and the love that a family can share it floods into their life too and and hope for family for them personally in the future gets rebuilt so right. rather than being something they're scared of or oh, i could never get married i could never have a family because my experience was so painful they start to see that actually relationship can happen and they get not that we always got it right as a family i mean we have ups and downs as any family does but they get to see how you can have an argument but you can choose connection afterwards you can fall out about something but choose forgiveness and and build the relationship again so for those young people who came to live with us it was powerful to see healing come in their yep. lives through them stepping into a family rhythm and that for me was really exciting yeah and then on a more personal level one of the things we saw is actually when you you have a, a crazy idea or a dream or you you think i wonder if i could do when you're living in a, in a community which which is there to encourage and support you little dreams we found actually suddenly felt like they were possible because we'd share over dinner oh what if we did and people go yeah that's a great idea and I I think when we cheer each other on actually the ability for the journey that we envisage is ahead is really is really possible yeah there's a great proverb which says African proverb which says if you want to go quickly go alone and if you want to go far go together and that that just resonates with me because for yeah. Jez, my, my husband, the journey with the Bristol Housing Festival, that started off as such a small seed of possibility. What if we were to, to enable finding homes for, for refugees coming to Bristol? And actually the way that it's grown because of the encouragement that people walking with us and the community we have around us and the friends who are cheering us on, it's now become a festival for the city, which is, which is bringing houses which are affordable into our city for people who wouldn't normally be able to access them. 
Now, I'm confident that dream would not have happened if we'd not been within a community that was cheering us on. Yeah. Because it was a crazy big dream. Yeah. And yet people have gone, it's possible. Yeah. You can do it. That's really good. And and obviously your the streams, this online uh, community that you're developing now, that is it's fundamentally about encouragement, isn't it, as well, for people yes. on, on that same journey. Do, do you want to just unpack that a little bit? Because that's uh, fascinating. Yes, yeah, so with three other friends who, who also choose to home educate their their children, we have have we're building the website streams, which will be an online platform. And the heart really is to say, how do we equip home educators with the resources they need to be able to do the journey? How do we encourage? And I believe encouragement comes through sharing stories. It's something that Michelle Obama is really passionate about, that actually we yeah. all have a story to share and we can believe yeah. our story is not important, but actually it is important. And as we share our stories, others are encouraged and believe that they're, healing can come or their journey can come or their dreams can become possible. So we'll share stories through the platform and then we'll have an opportunity to connect. So you can sometimes feel a little bit isolated when you start home education and our heart is to say, how can we build community with you where you live, finding people around you are also doing the same thing, made the same life choices. And, and so that that's our passion is how do we encourage, equip and connect people it's great. It's really good. So um, pe- people, as you said at the beginning, we, we all kind of engage in community on different levels and and what's um, available to us or what's actually good for us will, will depend on a whole manner of different factors. Um, but there'd be some people listening here that maybe just struggle with actually just engaging in community or, or maybe haven't really haven't seen the uh, broader potential for widening that community and, and the benefit in that. And what advice do you have for any of those that... Uh, could be thinking that um, to, to, to kind of steps towards engaging in, in community or, or doing something that's more relational based. I don't know what it would, it would be. Do you, because obviously you've come from, you've come on this journey, you, you came from a place and you've kind of actively intentionally engaged in that. Um, so yeah, just be interested to see what you, any advice you have. I think it comes back to, again, people wanting to choose connection. So yeah. it, that, there, there may be a, Connection can come around passion and something that, that stirs your heart. So I, uh, my challenge, I suppose, to people would be to say, what within the, the community that you live in it, it triggers something in your heart, challenges something, gives you a, a pull, whether it's there's a homeless person or whether there is a, a food bank or whether there is a school that you're part of. Yeah. And, and I think within your community it's saying what 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 am I drawn to what do I connect with or maybe there's an artist community or a creative space and I think when we we follow our passions Mm. we can connect with people who have similar passions and therefore there's an easier easy step into the community straight away because you're you're connecting on something that you both you all have an interest in or maybe it's a community garden or an an allotment or um, a space you have or very simply just saying hi to your neighbor we all live on streets we all have people who are around us so I know we had in in our house in Bristol an amazing street party once a year and the whole street came together and we got the road closed and we organized this street party once a year and it was amazing and there was neighbors talking to each other who didn't normally talk to each other and 
it, it changed the atmosphere of our street because one brave person five years before we had moved into the street had said let's have a party and so <laughs> i think it comes back to about taking risks being willing yeah. to be vulnerable we have nothing to lose by trying to connect with people yeah. and i think we have to explore wh why why we don't want to what what is it in us which stops us taking that risk taking that step and then to take away those lies. I think we can sometimes believe the lie that we're not important. Mm -hmm. We can believe the lie that we haven't got anything to give, but actually we've all got something to bring. We've all got yeah. something to give. And I'd encourage people to believe they have something to offer and to reach out. That That's great. Nice. Thank you so much. So, you know, take, taking risk is a big thing. Um, it doesn't have to be massive risk, but it can be small risks. It doesn't have to be, you know, opening up your home in the same way, but it could be eventually, but it could be just, like you said, just saying hello to your neighbour. Opting in for a connection, that's what you were saying, so choosing to connect with people, making that intentional. And following your passion, oh, that can really open up doors for building new community, whatever that is. It's really, really great. I mean, if, if anything, that this whole period, this last year has shown us is that we are so interconnected. <laughs> it, you know, we, we, um, we, the world is so interconnected. And yet, so we've been so separated, but there's going to be a chance soon. Uh, I'm hoping that we're going to be able to reconnect in our communities again in a new way. So, uh, yeah, that's really great encouragement for us all. Thanks for, thanks so much for sharing sharing your your bit of your journey and, and all the best with the, you know, the online platform with streams and and all you're doing with the housing festival. And uh, I know that you're looking for a new home as well. Yes. <laughs> new community home and, and those things as well so yeah just all the best for that but yeah thanks so much for spending the time to, to share with us thanks malcolm it's been good to speak thanks joe